Sound Tradition, where we examine the theology, practices, and traditions of the contemporary church. My name is Jason Shirk. And I'm still Luke Hitz. Okay, it's good to be back with you guys again. Uh, today we're going to be taking a detour from what we have been talking about lately, kind of retreading our podcasts and everything to figure out where we're going to go from here. But today we want to talk about the topic of Christians and conspiracy theories. I'd say that, honestly, if if you were to take Luke and I and put us on a spectrum, Luke would probably lean more towards the conspiratorial side. Would you say that? Uh, <laughs> more being any more than you? Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> it, makes, Jay, it makes me sound like a terrible conspiracy theorist. Yeah, no, but you got, you got to realize that I'm all, pretty much all the way on the other side of the spectrum where I deny everything until there's actually some evidence from put, put in front of me, you know, so we could, yeah, I've got notes on that later. We can make, yeah, I've, I've got some comments on it for now. I'll say yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so we're, we're, we're slightly different to the way that we approach this, but I believe honestly that we kind of have the, the same mind as we're overall, as we're approaching the topic and specifically one of the examples that we're, we're going to be talking about today. But growing up constantly in my home, especially, <laughs> there were there were constant new theories about who the Antichrist was. I mean, Barack Obama was supposed to be the Antichrist. I remember that one. Yeah, <laughs> so the Pope was as well before that. So you know. this this kind of fits in with our you know sound tradition that yes. was handed down to you by your fathers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know th- you this is something you kind of pick up from your parents or depending on whether or not they mm-hmm. were into conspiracy theories. Yes. But I do remember that one of Obama was the Antichrist. I, yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. And that, that's, that, that was kind of the <laughs> flavor of my family. I mean, my dad was the one who bought into, like, sea silver and tried to sell all the, <laughs> these natural supplements to everybody that turned around and the company got sued because they lied that there wasn't any cranberry juice inside of it. <laughs> so, <okay. laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so that, that, was, that was how I grew up. And so I honestly, I have a tendency to be 180 degrees the opposite when it comes to these types of things. And um, so some of you listening to to me specifically, maybe so not Luke, a, but some of you listening to us. So you're a dove and I'm a serpent. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you might you might land a little bit different <laughs> as to where where we have landed as we discuss these this topic and everything. But I just want to share with you what I think the Bible teaches dealing with, with conspiracy theories and apply that to some of the current ones that we currently facing currently face right now. <clears throat> so Christianity has always had their their conspiracy theory, their flavor of the day basically you have different views of who the antichrist was, the mark of the beast, and when the end of the world would come. I mean, uh, Millerism started out of out of the Baptist church and some guy decided, Hey, I'm going to, I know when the end of the world's going to come. And he started a cult <laughs> of people to follow him. And honestly, when you, if you look at almost every cult that's out there, a lot of them started with this one premise of, I have some special hidden truth of yes. when the Lord is going to come back again. That's usually what's in a conspiracy theory. It's People see potential facts, but somebody's claiming to have some kind of knowledge. Yeah, you know, secret I, I, knowledge. I found out something. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And there's there's honestly no way to verify most of these things because nope. that secret knowledge is in the hands of some secret per- some secret person or the mysterious they. They are trying to do this to us. You know, who are the yes. they <laughs> that are doing this stuff? So. One thing I thought would be a good example. It's not biblical, mm-hmm. but it's something that I think about a lot. 
mainly because my dad was an aeronautics engineer. Right. Did we go to the moon or oh, not? Oh, yeah, I mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you and put we had a there, Sunday school teacher who didn't believe that <laughs> yeah, we, we went did. to the moon. Yeah, <laughs> we did. So. We won't say your name, brother, if yes. you're listening out there, but <laughs> I think you're wrong on this one. No, he, he, he believed that the whole thing was made up. Mm-hmm. All I can say is... My dad got paid a whole lot of money, and a lot of men got paid a whole lot of money <laughs> to get somebody up for there. a lie. <laughs> yes, yeah. It'd be crazy. I mean, my, my dad was a mathematician. I mean, you, you would have had to have fooled all of these engineers into believing they were actually making a rocket. Right. I mean, is it possible that they filmed a fake rocket? I don't know. You look at the footage. I mean, <laughs> look, go back and look at old movies. You you can tell it's a model. Yes, it's like yep. nobody was making very good models, but mm-hmm. here they built a. A rock, you know, that, you know, you can just tell by looking, you know, that that's a pile of dirt there. And that's supposed to be a ship yes. on the ocean. That's just a little puddle in mm-hmm. a pile of dirt and a little tiny model. Especially even. the technology that they had back then. It was yeah. not very great. And Hollywood would have been yeah. the experts, right? <laughs> so. For me, the main reason why I don't hold to that one theory is because my dad was so involved in it. And, you know. He, he, for him to have been sucked into it, how, I don't see how it could be possible. Right. But that's something that's not, it has nothing to do with the Bible. That's mm-hmm. just people, you know, they, they, they latch onto this idea. They're, you know, is it possible? Right. Yes, possible. But people jump to the conclusion because right. they get this idea and they, they want to believe it. And so mm-hmm. they, ah, I got, don't, did you know that it was actually faked? Yeah, and right. It's <laughs> a thing to bring up and. If you're a contrarian. It's kind, of, it's kind of funny to talk about. It is kind of yeah. fun, but that doesn't matter <laughs> yes. as, too much. Right. A lot of things we're going to talk about now, they do yes, matter. Yeah, they do. And that, that kind of brings me, I didn't put this in our notes here, but there's like one example recently of a conspiracy theory that had practical implications that affected people's lives, and that is Pizzagate. Do you know the story of Pizzagate? Oh, I thought you were going to tell you why. Yeah. Watergate. Yeah, Pizzagate. Watergate. Yeah, Pizzagate. Yeah. What was Pizzagate? Pizzagate was basically the Democrats were running a sex ring out of a basement of this pizza. I think it was in New York City, pizza parlor in New York City, and all this <laughs> stuff. And it got, it became so popular. There was a whole groups of people on uh, 4chan um, and all these different uh, websites talking about this. One guy took it upon himself to go and investigate the pizza parlor and ended up shooting up the pizza parlor. <laughs> death, death threats were given to the workers at the restaurant, you know, and stuff like this. And, and granted, the, the guy was yeah. the guy was an ardent liberal and definitely a supporter of the Democrats. But well, that shows <laughs> so. that shows the I guess an extreme harmful end to a conspiracy theory. Yes, but that's probably yeah. that's not the norm. And the mo- <laughs> the moon landing is not anywhere near no. as, as dangerous. But it, but as far as when we come to the Christian life. Uh, even innocuous conspiracy theories have a have a subtle danger to the Christian. Yes, and that, that's kind of what I what I wanted to talk about today. Um, one of the one of those dangers is first of all they they affect our testimony with with the world around us. You know, uh, mm-hmm. the church is supposed to be known for being proclaimers of the truth, right? Um, yes, <laughs> so, that's, what, that's what the gospel means, isn't right, it? Right. Yeah. The, no, I'm sorry, I mixed not up the, gospel, but, the good news. But yep. it, you know, if it's not true, you know, we're supposed to be proclaiming the truth. Not mm-hmm. you know, some people, some people call the gospel. The whole thing is a conspiracy. You know, we're we're trying to combat that. Say no, we have truth. Right. So yes. we we gotta be careful about if you're sucked into other conspiracies, they just mm-hmm. lump you all together. Yeah, and, and honestly, it, it just downplays their perspective on what you believe. Because you're yeah. susceptible to believing all these other kinds of crazy things, you know. Yeah. Oh, you oh you don't think went to the moon? Oh, you think Jesus died on the cross? Oh, you're one of those people. <laughs> yes, you're yeah. one of those wackos there. <laughs> and and on, honestly, um, 
are they being just and are they being fair in that accusation? No, not necessarily, but it is going to happen. And our testimony yeah. does matter as a Christian. It affects how well we can witness to people. One, uh, one guy on Twitter, I tried to look, look up who he was and everything, but he was given as an example. Uh, Austin Smith, he noted that in one sentence, people would be attacking, attacking him and his stance on COVID and, all, and pr- portraying all these different conspiracy theories about COVID. And the next one, they'd be talking about the resurrection back to back, you know? Yeah. And he used that <laughs> as a reason just to laugh it off, basically. And it, it basically, it sends a mixed message, you know? Yeah. And in the world we live in, too, the way we send information, you know, you're on Facebook mm-hmm. or wherever, and you people people are given giving you two minutes of their time yes. and you send them a little video and you're not really getting to the meat of these things. So you got to really be careful. You can say, you, you just shoot out a video to all your friends on Facebook. Here's why this is true. And people just look at it and they, they give you two seconds. They mm-hmm. read it and they're like, oh, that's silly. Yeah. You know, and then Facebook's maybe not the best way to get your message. No, out definitely. There. Any, any of these types of discussions, really. <laughs> it needs to be taught in your church or yes. you need to have a, or a personal a longer, interaction with yes, people. Yeah. A, or a longer form video or mm-hmm. something, you know, but not just a, oh, here's a video. I agree with some of the things in it. I'm sending it to you. They think you agree with everything in it. Right. You know, it's, I don't know. People feel like they got to do something. I did something. I put a video, I right. put a link to a video. Well, maybe that's not the best way. Yeah. <laughs> and, and honestly, some of these things, they, they may be, good they may be things that you that you do honestly believe and agree with but if it's unsupported unprovable things that you're putting out there and the the rest of the world's looking at you like you're a crazy nut it's it's not helping your christian testimony even if it were true is it important enough to damage your testimony as a christian you know right yeah the other the other danger is that as believers we are called to have discernment to walk not as fools, but as wise. And uh, another passage talks about us being wise as serpent, serpent and harmless as doves. How to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Right. And I put, I put three things for each. I think this is really important because mm-hmm. the context was in Matthew 10 and Jesus was sending out his 12 disciples on their, on a mission. Right. And he gave them lots of instructions, but amongst them was I'm sending you out as sheep among wolves. Mm-hmm. Be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. And that's really, that's the balanced approach. Right. That's the perfect balanced approach. We tend to err one side or the other. Mm-hmm. That's why I said earlier, he's, he's a dove and I'm a serpent. Because the serpent is the one who's always aware of danger. He's, he knows what's coming. He's looking for danger. And the dove is saying, we don't want to cause harm. But how do you balance those two? So I put, mm-hmm. I put three things for each. I said, how to be wise as a serpent be aware of possibilities. Mm-hmm. Now that's not the same thing as saying that's true, but you're right. saying it's possible. Yeah. And, and I will, I will throw this in here that a lot of times conspiracy theorists, they're aware of the possibilities they want to be aware of. Yes. They're not willing to look into the possibilities that their conspiracy theory could be wrong. Right. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> so. they take the giant step from this is possible to, they just start all these things that they've read. They just mm-hmm. eventually start believing it yes. without any proof. So, but but you, should you be aware of possibilities? Yes. Should you see potential danger? That's that's number two. See potential danger. Right. And any wise person mm-hmm. is going to look ahead and say, could you know, you know, it's walking across the street. You look left and right. Mm-hmm. Is there a car coming that's going to flatten me? Right. <laughs> you know, you're looking for potential danger. Uh, and then I said the third thing: know the wolf's capabilities. Know your enemy. Know that yes, they could be trying to get me. 
but then how do you, on the flip side, be harmless as a dove? Don't assume something's true just because it's possible. Right. Don't run in fear of potential danger when it's not there. Mm-hmm. And don't mistake your fellow sheep for the wolf. You know, know who your enemy is. You, know? right. and you can fall into either of these two errors. I think the people who are big conspiracy theorists, they're, they're, they think they're being as wise as a serpent, mm-hmm. but they're completely blind to the other side. And there's other people who they, there's no corruption out there. You know, there's, <laughs> you know, you're, you're an idiot for thinking that the government has corrupt, you know, the, the votes, you know, think yeah. about the, the most recent thing. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to bring politics into it, but yeah. So. We, we won't dive into it, yeah. <laughs> but it's just an example. Mm-hmm. Some, you know, you, I think you're foolish and not wise if you just assume, nope, there's no danger out there. There's no possibility if somebody's taking advantage of me. There's no chance, whatever. So don't be the person on the extreme. Be the person in the middle who sees the danger but's not convinced it's true all right. the time, which I think is yep. the balanced approach. Yeah, and I, and I think of the example of the boy who cried wolf as part of this, you know. Um, we're crying wolf about all these different conspiracy theories, and then when we go up to people and say, hey, there's a hell and a, a holy God, and you violated his law, and because yeah. because of your sin, you're going to hell if you don't place your faith in Jesus Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection. So we've cried wolf so many times that people yeah, don't pay attention. You're just to, crying wolf again. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but that is the last thing I put in there. Mm-hmm. Don't mistake fellow sheep for the wolf. Right. <laughs> I think that's probably the biggest problem. You know, you, you could be, you know, wh- wh- wherever you fall in this spectrum, mm-hmm. if you're not balanced, you're convinced something's true and you're causing more harm than good. Right. And you're... You don't you don't know for sure who the enemy is, but the people you're harming is not the wolf. You're harming the fellow sheep. Yes, and yep. we gotta be careful of that. Yeah, and so we're we're to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves, but also we are, according to Philippians, we are to think on whatsoever things are true, right? And this is real truth. This isn't things that are supposed or presented as truth. This is this is real truth. And honestly, I think it's referring to biblical truth, mm-hmm. to be honest. And so sometimes we get so distracted by thinking about all the other things that could be true out there, all the yep. different conspiracy <laughs> theories that we totally forget what does the Bible say. And the, the conspiracy theory we're going to look at at the end of this podcast is an example of that. Yeah. People latch on to, oh, this could be true because this, this, and this is, is possible. But they forget what does the Bible say, you know? Yeah, and if you're if you're so wrapped up in these things, or like you have a family get together, or <laughs> you, or even if you had a witness witnessing opportunity, and the thing you default to is your conspiracy theory, <laughs> and it's taking up all your time, yeah, you know that, that's where it could be harmful. You know, when when are you having a deep conversation with your family about real life problems? Yes, but you say, I got time for that. I want to tell you about my new conspiracy theory. I, right. I'm, I'm thinking about. Yeah, and I think First uh, Timothy one verse four is is still a good thing to keep in mind when we're dealing with this. It says, "Neither give heed to fables and endless genealogies, which minister questions, rather than godly edifying, which is in faith." So do. Like I said, we we get distracted and we we lose sight of what's really important in mm-hmm. our Christian life, and we we get focused on okay, this, this, and this, even the politics sides of things, yeah. you know, we, we get so sidetracked on discussing the election or what did Donald Trump do or say, or what are the Democrats right. trying to do to Donald Trump that 
we have no conversations with our fellow believers that are edifying and beneficial yeah. to their lives. And once again, know? it's a balance. Should you yeah. be aware of these things mm-hmm. and their possibilities? Yes, that's where the wisdom comes in. Right. But you're foolish and being even harmful if it's all-consuming yes. and you're not edifying each other for yeah. in good truth and godly things. Yeah. Another another side to this is sometimes conspiracy theories can become slander. Uh, Leviticus 19 verse 6 commands us not to go about uh, tail-bearing, I think is the word that they use, but slandering our neighbors, you know. And so sometimes you have a conspiracy theory that portrays this person as... Um, He's the the worst person in the whole world, you know, because because he's he thinks this way differently than I do, and he's he's obviously trying to bring in the antichrist and the and the, yeah. the beast and all this kind of stuff, you know, and it may be that some of the actions are that they are doing are actually good, honest things that they want to do, yeah. you know, when you so. when you cross over from this is possible. And there might even be some evidence to it, mm-hmm. to assuming it's true, and then telling other people it's true. And then and making an accusation about somebody's character because yes. of what you think is true. And it's real yeah. easy for things like that to get carried away. Yes. And people get excited. And you, did you hear about that? You know, and, and they're not looking for <laughs> the truth. Nobody, right. People are looking for the next juicy story. Right. You know? And one <laughs> example of that would be like Barack Obama. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do I agree with Barack Obama on hardly anything? No, I don't. Okay. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we, just, yeah, we would fundamentally disagree with his whole, you know, movement. What he wanted to right. do with America, but we disagree. Do I, <laughs> do I honestly think that he purposefully wants to destroy America, like destroy the whole country? You know, he may want yeah. to change it. But do I honestly think that he he wants to destroy it? He's got this vindictive attitude of let's tear the whole thing down, burn no. it all down to the ground. You if know? you're going to be balanced, yeah. you're going to say no. If you're right. if you're a conspiracy theorist, you say he's the devil. Yeah, he's the, the, devil he's the Antichrist. Is, the devil is literally yeah. in him, controlling yes. him. Yeah. <laughs> and and so there, that that type of a conspiracy theory, honestly, it was a form of slander. You mm-hmm. know, um, we can disagree honestly and intellectually with what he thinks, what he stands for. But to take it that further step of making an attack on his person by accusing him yeah. of being the Antichrist, that's Now, that's could slander, we say, so. is it possible he was the Antichrist? <laughs> possible, <laughs> maybe. But you got to keep that, you know, what, 1% chance? You know, to go from the, po- you know, tiny possibility to being convinced shows Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put out my own conspiracy theory here. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's possible that Kamala Harris is actually the Antichrist because it uh, talks about the king who lives for a short time and is cut off. And, and then the oh, Antichrist comes with the power. So Joe it, Biden might be that king who, yeah, who just breaks it, his foot while he's playing with his and dog then there's in his that front past, yard. And, hey, we're on to something. <laughs> so, yeah. We're on to something here. The, <laughs> yep. Doesn't it also say that he doesn't have the love of men? Or right, he, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, so maybe it's Kamala. I mean, so, but, uh, we, but yeah, so it's... Proof, you, you, you heard gotta, it here first. Yes. The latest conspiracy theory, Kamala Harris is the, the Antichrist. Antichrist. Yep, headline news. <laughs> so it's it's so easy, though, to get carried away with, oh, yeah. with well, things see, like that. We could put that on Facebook, and it would probably go somewhere. We, yeah, we could get ratings on our podcast. Yeah, that's Why not, Kamala Harris is the Antichrist. Somebody's going to take a snippet <laughs> so, of this and slander us. Yeah. Probably. Good so, thing we're not that popular yet. Yep. And <laughs> so, but even with with these dangers, the hard part about dealing with conspiracy theories is that sometimes they are true. Uh, one example mm-hmm. of that is the Watergate scandal. I mean, before that w- became public knowledge, it was 
uh, conspiracy, you know? Yeah. And it ended up being being true. I honestly, personally, would probably say that some of the uh, voter fraud also fits into this category. Yes. You know? There's there's things out there that I have a lot of questions for, and there's mm-hmm. – uh, well, here, this is what conspiracy theory means. It means I have a theory that somebody else is conspiring. Yes. Yep. And in this case, I think that there's been some conspiring to – if they could not win the election by having the votes they need, is there some way we could get the votes we need? Yeah. And there are things that seem very plausible. We're not, we're not going to talk about it. We don't got time for that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the case. Right now it's a theory. Yes. But don't, don't, there's the people are already convinced. I know it's true. Oh, they stole it. <laughs> you know, it the, the case is going on right now. Let's wait until the case is over before yes. you come to an opinion. Yep. And the, the honest truth is, as long as there are evil men conspiring in this world, there will be legitimate conspiracy theories out there. I mean, Second Samuel forever. fifteen twelve, yeah, forever. <laughs> Second Samuel fifteen twelve talks about the conspiracy of Absalom against his father David. It says, and the conspiracy was strong, for the people increased continually with Absalom. And so the issue, honestly, is not that are there conspiracies going on, but we as Christians sometimes lack discernment in evaluating those conspiracies to find out what is truth or what is false. Yes. So now at, at the risk of people hating me, cause uh, <laughs> some of you may be diehard followers of this conspiracy theory. Um, I want to deal with one conspiracy theory that is out there and is popular among Christians today. And that is that the COVID vaccine will be the mark of the beast. Okay. I've, I've had videos <laughs> sent to me from family and friends proposing this. I've heard a lot of people at work talking about it. And a lot of this information is based on some comments take by Bill Gates talking about what he would love to be able to do. And then the testimony of supposed medical professionals. Again, you've air got this quotes. group of... You can't see yeah, it. Jason's doing air, air quotes, quotes here. here. Okay? <laughs> this group of people who have secret knowledge okay, of this conspiracy... <laughs> claiming that this is what will happen and this is how it will happen. In fact, uh, Kanye West latched on to this conspiracy theory when he said... Oh, boy. Yeah. (laughs) It's so many of our children that are being vaccinated and paralyzed. So when they say that we're going to fix COVID is with a vaccine, I'm extremely cautious. They're going to come up with a vaccine and everybody is going to have to take it. Now, so far, I'm not necessarily in disagreement with the things that he said. Okay. And inside of that vaccine, there's going to be some type of electronic computer device, some type of chip in us. And that's the mark of the beast. They want to put chips inside of us. They want to do all kinds of things to make it where we can't cross the gates of heaven. When I say they, that's the humans that have the devil inside of them. And the saddest thing is that we won't all make it to heaven, that there will be some of us that do not make it. So the idea here is that the COVID vaccine, and this is the implication that he was going for, the COVID vaccine as it currently is, is going to be the mark of the beast. Basically, that, that's the that's the conspiracy theory that's yeah, out there. Yeah, we're gonna get to all the reasons why here in a minute. So yes. I won't say anything yet, but it's like, oh boy. <laughs> I will say at the onset that I do believe that current government actions are preparing people to be willing to take the mark of the beast, and yes. I would not put it past scientists to be developing the technology and the the things that will eventually become 
the mark of the beast. But I do not believe that the COVID vaccine is the mark of the beast, at least at this time. Yes. And I'll give reasons for that in a second. So, But there, there is a difference between saying that the technology is out there to do something like this and jumping to the next step to say that it is the mark of the beast. Yes. And once again, being wise as serpents, we know from the Bible that the devil has been working against God mm-hmm. for a very long time. He's had demons in high places. Uh, we're not going to go into all that stuff. So, yeah, we know that's going on. And is is the devil possibly behind vaccines being used for one day, the mark of the beast? Yes, we, we can, you know, so we're not stupid. We can put these things together. But you got to stick with the facts, do what the Bible says, and keep right. the, don't get sucked away to things that sound fantastic. Yes. Yeah, and the technology specifically that is being targeted here is what is called quantum dot die technology, developed by MIT with funding from the Gates Foundation. And so a lot of the arguments that this is going to be the mark of the beast come from Bill Gates's comments and then the fact that he his foundation funded the development of quantum dot die technology and they put the two together and say well he wants to track everybody he wants to do this and this and this and put microchips in all of it and so therefore we're we're going to have the mark of the beast because of the covid <laughs> vaccine okay yeah the problem with that is that quantum dot die technology does not include microchips or rfid tracking tech In fact, if you think logically about it, the smallest microchip that exists right now is the size of a grain of salt, okay? It's still too big to be mixed into a vaccine and to, and without people noticing, you see this little floating thing in here, you know, how's that, and also how's (laughs) that going to get through, through the needle as well, so, but... This quantum dot dye technology is a dye or a tattoo that is implanted in the tissue to leave a mark that can be read by a cell phone without an IR filter because basically it reflects near infrared light. And the goal basically of near dot uh, quantum dot dye technology is when specifically children in Africa get a vaccine, it will leave a mark that can be read for up to five years so that doctors can tell, hey, this kid's had this vaccine because they don't carry shot records with them. Right. That, that's basically the idea behind the technology. But it's very important also to realize that it has not been released. It's just still in development. Right. They've tested it out on a dead body. They have not tested it on live well, human subjects yet. I, <laughs> so, well, they have. You just don't know about it. Oh, yeah, it. that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, in well, the secret what, basement. Well, that's what the conspiracy <laughs> theorists would say. Yep. You know, how do you know they haven't tested it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but e- either way, the the technology itself does not involve any electronics at right. all. You know, so it's not an it's not an RFID tra- tracking chip. It's not a microchip being implanted. It's simply a way that you could, with the correct camera, mm-hmm. see a dot on somebody's arm, yes. wherever they put it in the shoulder, or whatever. Yep. You could you could just you could have a whole bunch of kids lined up. You could just run your phone across all these kids in Africa. And be like, oh yeah, they've all got it. Yep. Good. So it would enable people to be able to tell if you've had a vaccine without creating a central database. Which yeah. actually I would say is probably a good thing because I don't want the government having a central database of if I have a vaccine and then yes. turning around and saying you got to get it, dear. Yes. <laughs> okay. But even if even if this tech had those capabilities, it's still under development and it is not in the plans to be used with COVID vaccines. Right. So, so 
what does the Bible say? Yeah, can that, we, can that's we, can what's we, important. Can about we this. verify it with whether or not this could be the mark of the beast? Right. And we're not saying this couldn't become the mark of the beast. We are right. saying the actual COVID vaccine that's probably going to come out now. like in January or <laughs> actually they said the end of this month. So oh really? Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yep. So this this one <laughs> mm-hmm. you're going to get the mark of the beast whether you like it or not. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And so there, there's some things that you need to take into account when we're talking about the mark of the beast. And it might be helpful for some people if we read the passage of the Bible that deals with the mark of the beast. I will start in Revelations 13 verse 11 and it says and I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth and he had two horns like a lamb and he spake as a dragon and he exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him and causeth the earth and them that dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed and he doeth great wonders so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live and he had power to give life unto the image of the beast that the image of the beast should both speak and cause them cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed and he causeth all both small and great rich and poor free and bond to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads and that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. And his number is 600, three score, and six. Okay. And so I think the, the big part about this is the idea that without the mark of the beast, you can't buy or sell. And this is what yes. I mean when I say that I, don't, I do believe that the government is priming us to be able to receive the mark of the beast because you can't go into stores without a mask. And right. all this. You have different regulations going on that are preparing the way for people to be used to thinking, oh, the government has a right to tell me if I don't do this, I can't buy food. Right. I have to starve to death. And could this be, could Satan be involved in this? Quite possibly. Yes. But once again, what, what does the passage say? Yeah. It says it's going to it's going to be tied into worshiping yes this yeah. false beast so yeah, it's not going it's not going to be something where we're sleeping one day and the next day it's like here come get the vaccine oh yeah I need that you get the vaccine and you're like oh you mean I'm worshiping Satan now I didn't yeah. mean to right no yeah, you're going to know what you're doing <laughs> yeah it's definitely <laughs> a deliberate identification with the antichrist there's no hedging there's no doubt that the man who is telling me to do this is the antichrist and this is associated with him and on the flip side, it's this also will keep you out of heaven, as Kanye West was, was right yes. about that part. <laughs> but uh, the, the side that I think that he was wrong about is that to take this mark indicates an intentional rejection of Christ. Right. Because I think at this point, you've had the two witnesses mm-hmm. in Jerusalem for how I forget right, how long. Right. They, they were killed about the same time. So yeah. this is all happening at the same yeah. time. It's like, no... Jehovah God is not God. I'm actually God. Right. Worship me. So you're, you're making a clear choice here. Yes. Yeah. And so because there is an intentional rejection of Christ, it also hints that Christians cannot take this mark. 
You know, this this is something that a yeah. Christian will not do. Did you ever re- did you read the books, the Left Behind books? I did. Yes. Yeah. I remember that. I, I don't. There are two I, characters actually that that fit into what you're about yeah, to say. Yeah. I so. don't think I. I don't remember. I don't think I read all the books, but I remember there was one character. He ended up being like he was a he was, he was a hacker. Chinese guy. The Chinese. Yeah. He was the hacker, but he mm-hmm. was it his parents. Yeah. So his they parents made forced him, him to get the chip because yeah. they wanted him. You know, you're going to lose your job. You're going to lose everything. So and it was a plot point because then he became the hacker. He would like sneak into the secret to the yeah, base. Yeah, because he could work and, undercover. And he'd work yep. undercover, and send out stuff to the to the dark right. web or whatever. But you know, okay, it makes a good plot point in a book. But don't don't assume because you, you saw a movie, you right. read a book. <laughs> I, now I know what. I'm, actually, this is a different story. But said I, you know, I know the Bible says that when Moses and the children went through the the Red Sea. That Pharaoh and all his armies drowned. A woman was trying to argue with the preacher. No, Pharaoh survived. I saw the movie. He, he crawled out <laughs> on the shore. It's like, no, just because you saw a movie. No, that's not the source of truth. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. And, on, and honestly, everything in the text points that it cannot be accidentally taken without you knowing that right. you took it. It is intentionally associated with the Antichrist. And as Luke said, it involves worshiping the beast. You know, there is a voluntary offer of worship to the antichrist that is going on here and uh, taking a vaccine is not is not worship it's not actively worshiping an idol so. no <laughs> another thing and i and this is this is a small point but another thing that came to my mind here is that the mark of the beast doesn't <laughs> just get put into your hand it also gets put into your forehead when was the last time you heard of somebody administering a vaccine in somebody's forehead yeah. You know why they don't do it in the forehead? There's not enough mass there to absorb. Not enough the, fatty tissues. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, <laughs> maybe some people, but most people, there's <laughs> yeah, right. not enough fatty tissues. You got a really fat there. forehead, so you're going you're gonna to get this mark on your forehead. No. So, and I, I just wanted to say, I wanted to give some helpful tips for discerning these types of issues. Okay. The first point I put on here is don't believe every article that pops up on social media. I do. Yeah, (laughs) so the nature of conspiracy theories is that they are hard to disprove because they're dependent on some secret knowledge that only a few people have. Uh, And because social media has become platforms for spreading these unvalidated claims, it's very easy to get sucked into them, and that's where most of us ingest our news these days. Um, Just because the evidence seems logical doesn't mean that the conclusion is true as well. Another one, and I think this one is honestly probably one of the biggest things, is actually second biggest thing. You need to search for original sources. Don't just trust the word of some article writer and what he said is true about what somebody else said. Go back (coughs) to the original source quotes and find it for yourself and evaluate the evidence. And don't trust if Twitter or Facebook puts a little note, this is false. Don't, you know, yep. That's not good enough either. Yep. Do a little research. A lot of times you do a little research, you can find answers pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But they, lots of people, they're, not tr- they're trusting that you're not going to do any research. Right, so. they are. Yep. And honestly, I am convinced that every news agency is biased in one way or the other. Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, yes. all of them are biased. And so to get all of your information and trust it just because they said to do so is naive and it is not Mm -hmm. being discerning as we are called to be. Also, we are to compare everything, even political propaganda, with what does the scripture say. This issue about the mark of the beast and the COVID vaccine, easily solved from scripture. 
easily. Yes. <laughs> but people don't go to scripture. They go to their Facebook article. Yeah. We just read the passage. It says nothing about a chip at all. Right. Pastors have been preaching this possibility yeah. for a very long time. And I think mm-hmm. people have just made them synonymous. The yes. Mark of the Beast is going to include some kind of an injection with the needle and a, and a chip. And yeah. doesn't that, it may not actually be involved at all. Could it may, just be it a may tattoo. simply be a tattoo. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It could be. The last thing I wanted, I wanted to challenge you with is don't fall for the fallacy of an appeal to authority. Just because someone who should or could know something about the topic, such as a medical doctor, says that it is so, doesn't mean that they are correct on the matter. Even the best of men are misguided and wrong, and the truth of an argument should be based on the evidence used to support it, not the person saying it. So don't assume that everything they say is evidence of the claim is actually true. Um, this is actually a fallacy of logic, mm-hmm. if, if you want to delve into it. That doesn't mean we don't take into account what people say, but we don't believe something just because somebody said so. Well, they've right. got an MD after their name, so they, they must be telling the truth. That's, that's not how we form truth opinions in our lives. So. so ask yourself this question after you listen to this podcast, am I a dove or am I a serpent? And do I need, where, which direction do I need to go to be more balanced? Right. Which I could, I can honestly say, I tend to be more of a serpent, and I could wouldn't hurt me <laughs> to try to be more harmless in my thought, my approaches. <laughs> right. And I tend to be extremely skeptical, and I'm actually pretty happy with being pretty skeptical. But uh, but that's okay. We'll, <laughs> so, yeah. we, we balance each other out. I'll yes. open your eyes to possibilities. Uh-huh. I'll look out for the danger, and you look out for the sheep, and we'll be yep. good. There we go. <laughs> so I uh, I just I just hope this podcast has been a help to you in some way. Um, obviously, there's probably going to be some debate out there listening to it. Um, you're clearly, obviously, entitled to your opinions. We're yes. just trying to present what we think the Bible teaches about this topic. So you can argue with me. Can't argue with the Bible. That's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> as always, grace and peace be with you, and we will talk to you next time. We'll talk at you next time.